You're listening to the John Morris Show on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. It was a surreal moment. It means the world to me because I love Baylor so much. Honestly, I am I'm humbled and I am honored. I was extremely elated. Oh, it's it's wonderful. Uh, I got goosebumps. I mean, it's a it's a pretty big honor. Yeah, beyond words, really, for me to express what this means to me. It's a great, great time and such an honor. It's time now for a visit with an electee to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. Here's John Morris with one of Baylor's all-time greats. It has been fun uh, reliving uh, the uh, great careers of some of Baylor's all-time greats, the electees to the 2020 class of the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. We've done that the last few weeks, and uh, we reached the end of that list today. Uh, Not by any stretch is he at the end of the list, but he is the last one we'll talk to. (laughs) But Brad Gable selected to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame, and he joins us now. How are you? Good, John. Thank you. Very good. What's it mean to be in the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame? Well, it's it's really the pinnacle of, of what I was able to accomplish in college, and uh, we're just so humbled, so proud, and, and uh, so appreciative uh, to be selected. Man, it's a great honor and very deserving for you. I'm really happy for you. Uh, does it does it make you a little nostalgic? Does it make you you know start thinking back on some of those days, uh, you know, that helped you uh, get the spot in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, it really has, John. Uh, ever since I got the phone call from Walter, it's brought back a lot of memories, uh, a lot of time that I had there at Baylor, and obviously getting close to football season now. Um, just thinking about all the coaches and, and players and teammates that I've had. I've, I've talked to several that have called to congratulate me. In fact, I talked to uh, Coach Robert James last night. He nice. called and we talked for about 30 minutes. Nice. That's great. Uh, you uh, you told Jerry Hill a pretty good story about uh, took Walter a little, little uh, more than one call to get in touch with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was down in Rockport doing a little fishing and uh, I, I missed a call first call and i knew that uh i figured i'd call him back the next day but i was out in the middle of uh, ranges bay and i saw the number pop up again and i said well this this must be important let me grab it so i uh thank goodness i didn't drop my phone in the water but uh <laughs> he called with the good news yeah, that's really cool. That's that's fun. Uh, you you came in uh, from Quero Quero High School, and uh, you came in and started your freshman year, nineteen eighty seven. What do you remember about that? I mean, how how did you end up being the starter in your freshman year here at Baylor? Uh, really through injuries. Uh, we uh, we had a quarterback named Ed Lovell mm-hmm. who was a starter going into that year, and. We um, we were playing Louisiana Tech, ironically, hmm. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he he got a knee injury in the first quarter of the first game, and um, I was just thrown in there. It was one of those things that uh, you don't have time to really think about it. You just go out there and play football and react. 
and um, I ended up having a, a really good game and, and a terrific season that freshman year. Yeah, uh, you had a great, great season. It wasn't just, uh, you know, stepping in there. You uh, were all Southwest Conference that year, 1987, through for a league high, uh, 2,178 yards, 12 touchdowns. I mean, that was a great first year for you. Yeah, it was. We, um, we had a really uh, dynamic offense. We were running a lot of one back and no back with, with a lot of motion, different formations. Um, just fit my style really well. And it was new. It was something that a lot of teams weren't doing back then. And uh, obviously they're all running some variation of that and what they call a spread now. But we uh, we had a lot of hot reads. Um team kind of, kind of caught teams off guard I think and and uh, it was really just a, a variation of, of an offense that that Cody Carlson and Tom Mickey were running before me hmm. Brad Gables our guest former Baylor quarterback and electee to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame Brad what's the most memorable game that you can remember playing at Baylor uh, that's a good question we had so many um Gosh, I remember. I remember a lot of games that we played against the University of Texas. We uh, we seemed to always beat them in Waco. So probably one of the games that we uh, we played them in Waco. My my uh, probably my sophomore year, I think. And it was a cold, windy day, and it was seemed to be always really, really windy right there, <laughs> Baylor Stadium. Uh, but then we we struggled when we went to Austin until my senior year. And obviously, we won fifty-three to seven that senior year uh, by helps of the defense. Really, they uh, they played a terrific game that Saturday. How did your time at Baylor help prepare you for life after football? I tell you, I think um, just all the um, people that I met at the time and and. Um, all my professors uh, studied business, went to the uh, business school, and also had real estate uh, classes that I um, that I took, and that's what I'm doing now. I'm in real estate, and, and it's it's been a great career for me. And I, I look back on all my classes at Baylor and all the professors I had and all the people I met. Brad, when you left, uh, you were number two on the list, most career passing yards, uh, and uh, uh, you're 10th on the list now, still top 10, but isn't it crazy to think about the yards that you put up and then some of the guys that followed you in the system here, you know, the the crazy numbers that they've put up? They, they really have. The, uh, the, the Football has changed so much. It's, it's, it's very exciting. I enjoy watching it. Uh, I'd love to be playing in the systems that they're playing now. It seems like it'd be fit for my my style, um, but it's it's just crazy. I, I, you know, somebody said, "Hey, did you ever think you were going to be selected to the Baylor Hall of Fame?" And I really never thought too much about it because of all the uh, great quarterbacks that we've had uh, since I was there, and and uh, all the yards that they put up, and the success they've had, winning the Big Twelve championships, just really like i said honored to be selected in that group brad with the nfl starting tonight i have to know as your time your time with the browns and you're playing under bill belichick could you see the greatness or were you kind of surprised of what he's been able to accomplish throughout his career no i i really felt that he was going to be a great coach 
what, what set him apart from other coaches that I had is just he was so focused. Um, he was just all about football. You knew that, that guys respected him because he knew the game so well, and uh, he was such a disciplinarian. We, uh, we just respected that how much he knew about it. He, he, knew, he knew so much about defense, and um, we, we, really, we really just thrived under his leadership there as we went on and obviously you've seen what he's done at the Patriots now. And he, he's just a no, no nonsense guy, no nonsense guy. And you can see that in interviews and he's not a, he's not a player's coach. He's not a guy that you'd want to go hang out with, but he, he was just serious about football. Brad Gable, our guest, former Baylor quarterback and electee to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. And, uh, Brad, isn't it fun to uh, to watch what Baylor's done, uh, you know, in the years since you were here, new stadium on the Brazos in McLean Stadium. Uh, what's it like, uh, you know, to see the success of Baylor football? I'm just so, so happy and, and uh, so excited coming back to a campus, not only the, the, the facilities and the, and the stadium, but the whole college, all the facilities that they've built, the uh, the buildings that they've built, the dorms, uh, it, it's it's probably twice as big as it was when I was there. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> it's true. Just, it's just amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun to see, and uh, athletic facility-wise, you know, we're in great shape. McLean Stadium is just beautiful. Uh, you, uh, you, do you get back often for games? I usually make uh, two or three games a year. Okay. Uh, it's a little hard with kids and sports, and uh, but uh, I'm, I'm planning to go – at least to two or three this year again. Nice. I hope we have that opportunity <laughs> to get to uh, some yeah. games here. Uh, are you coaching? Are you coaching any uh, of your kids? Yes. Uh, I've got a son, Gage, who's 10 years old, and he's big into baseball. So yeah. I've been his baseball coach his, his whole career. And, uh, in fact, we started uh, fall baseball again here this weekend. Nice. Very good. So at Cuero, I mean, you're a big, strong-arm quarterback. Were you, were you a baseball guy also? I was a baseball guy, John, just starting uh, starting out growing up. Yeah. And that was really my first love. And played Little League and then played summer baseball and really uh, just excited about it and was always dreamed of playing in the MLB. And yeah. I didn't start playing football until I got into high school. Uh, started at a wide receiver in safety. And uh, my junior year, our high school coach, Larry Pullen, called me over and said, hey, I, I want to put you in a quarterback. I think you'll be a good quarterback. And uh, he did, and, and uh, the rest is hit, history. Yeah, as they say. We, we went on and uh, won a lot of games my junior year and then made the state finals my senior year. And I got a lot of uh, attention and, and um, made a great decision by picking Baylor. That's cool. That's a great story. And you and Christy are down in the uh, Austin area. Is it Horseshoe Bay? Is that right? Yeah, we, we live in Horseshoe Bay, and I've been in real estate here uh, ever since uh, I got out of the NFL. And it's a growing area. It's uh, a lot of retirees moving here and a lot of second homeowners. And if you like golf and you like fishing and being on the lake, it's a good spot. Nice. <laughs> How much business do you get done on the golf course or on uh, out on the lake? Uh, quite a bit. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and in Horseshoe Bay, aren't there a ton of retired coaches that live down there? Yeah, there are. There really are. You know, Spike Dykes lived here for right, a long time right. until he passed away a few years ago. And 
Rex Norris is here. A guy named Steve Crosby. Um, oh, let me think a couple others. Yeah, I've just don't, I guess I was thinking of Spike, but I, I just have always heard that that's kind of a, a great spot for former coaches to kind of uh, end up in retirement. So it is. It is. Yeah, great area for you. Really happy for you, and congratulations on being selected to the Athletic Hall of Fame. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to coming up there and seeing you guys and uh, seeing some football. All right. Holler when you come this way. We'll talk to you soon.